Hello, beautiful people. This is Alice Marius, and this is the Protect Your Glow, the podcast. This is an extension of my blog, protectyourglow.com. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, I want to take this moment. I want to take this moment to say thank you for taking the time out of your day out of your busy schedule to press play. And also for those that are returning, thank you so much. Welcome back. I'm so happy to have you and I thank you guys so much for your support. Now remember, if you like this podcast and if you like what you're listening to, please don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast. And I want to let everyone know that once again, this, well, not once again, but I've said it as an introduction to most of my podcasts that this podcast is designed to inspire and empower young multicultural women of faith to rise above cultural pressures and to live boldly for Christ. Excuse me. This is going to be my third time recording this podcast, y'all. So please bear with me. As I gather my notes, the first time I recorded it, I recorded for 23 minutes. And I got this little message from my phone that my storage was too full. So, here I am again. And the second time I did it, for some reason, the TV in my room decided to turn on by itself. And it was too loud. And I was like, okay, I need to stop this. I thought it was my kids. I was like... Who is in here with the TV on while I'm recording? I go look outside and there's nobody in the room. So, yeah, I I get like that sometimes. My kids probably think I'm crazy. But nevertheless, I will record this podcast. I am determined to record this podcast before the end of the night. So, the title for this podcast is called... Or it's titled, Being Black and Christian in the Workplace. Now, some of you might think, wow, Alice, why the title? Well, you know what? I'm black and I'm Christian. And I work an 8 to 5. And there are some things that I'm noticing that I think would help somebody else. So here I go. First point is titled, Temptation Comes in Many Forms. For example, sometimes you get tempted to get loud and yell or curse in the workplace. Sometimes you're tempted to fight back. Sometimes you just want an eye for an eye. You want to get even. And there are even times where you're tempted to quit the job altogether. I can't tell y'all how many times I have threatened to walk out of my job. And I realize, you know what? Nope. I am not going to let anybody get me out of the peace and contentment I have designed for my life. No one. So what do I do? I fight back. Not literally fight back. I just pray harder. Because you know sometimes when you're trying to do the right thing, the enemy is like right there, just like nagging on you and wanting your old self to come back. How many people know what I'm talking about? How many people know what I'm talking about. I don't want my super safe saints to uh, raise their hands. I want the people that 
knows how it is to have God in your life, to be a Christian, but sometimes the enemy just wants you to hit, make a U-turn. And you're like, nope, not today, devil, not today. I worked too hard to get to where I'm at. And for privacy's sake, I won't name where I work. And I won't give any names of anybody in charge. I'm going to change the names just for privacy reasons. But there are times where I get so pissed. They piss me off so bad that I have to walk out to the bathroom and I got to say a prayer. Honey, mommy's recording. Go outside for a second. Mommy's recording. Go outside for a second. Thank you guys so much. When I'm done, you guys can come back in, okay? Thank you. Appreciate it. Talk to y'all later. Sorry about that. I had to kick the kiddos out of the room politely. Okay. Yes, like I was saying, there are times when I'm so pissed, y'all, because maybe somebody yelled at me that shouldn't yell at me because... I look at it like this. I am an adult. I don't need a grown man or a grown woman to be yelling at me or talking to me like I'm some kid. I understand that I am an employee. I understand this is not my company. I understand I don't have any shares in this company. I understand that I don't even own this company. But I will not allow you to disrespect me or belittle me in any kind of way. So what do I do? I go to the restroom and I pray. I say, Lord, I need you to please intervene. Please, God, I need you to help me make it through this day because... I don't want to say anything that I shouldn't say. And I don't want to, basically, I don't want to let God down is really why I go to the bathroom and pray, you know. So sometimes it's important for us to fight that temptation, find ways around it. I know it's hard. I know, I know. But if you have to take a break, if you have to go outside for five minutes, whatever it takes, don't let the enemy get the best of you. Point number two. I feel like sometimes people are waiting for me to show my quote-unquote blackness. They're waiting for the angry black woman to come out. And I don't know, like, who came up with that name. I don't know who came up with that stereotype for black women thinking all of us are angry. But we're not, America. We're not angry. We just have something to say. That's all. But one thing I did notice is that you know, I would answer the phone in a very professional manner, as professional as I can. And then when people come into the office, a lot of times they're like shocked, like, oh, we didn't know she was a black girl. They didn't they don't say that exactly, but their face says that. You know? When I'm introducing, I'm like, hey, my name's Alice Marius. And they look at me like, oh, okay, you're Alice Marius. Yeah, she's not blonde hair and blue eyes. She's black with uh Short hair. Yep, that's me. You know, but that look on their face, like, they're kind of disappointed. And I'm like, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but, yes, I can speak very professionally and get the job done. But, you know, that's another struggle. It's like, oh, there's even times where they're coming to the office, and I'm talking to these people on the phone, fine. And when they come into the office, like, they don't even know me. And I'm like, well, I mean, I thought we were so friendly on the phone. What happened? Did my color shock you? I hope not. 
But yeah, sometimes that's what happened. But you can't let that stuff get to you. Like I look at it like whatever. Like I said, well not like I said, but this is what I'm thinking. At the end of the day, I don't report. I, yes, I report to my employer because he gives me a paycheck. But I, at the end of the day, I, I look at it like, you know what, God's my boss. I work for him. I need to make sure that God's happy with me. I need to have, make sure that God's happy with my performance. And I look at it like that. And I let bygones be bygones. Um, and I also make it a priority to pray every day. That's what I have for point number three. I pray for my leaders. I pray for my employee. Uh, employers, I pray for the people in charge because um, if you strip away the title, you strip away the money, you strip away the status, at the end of the day, these people are human beings just like me. They're only human beings. That's all they are. That's all they could be, you know? They can't morph into anything else. They are humans. So I look at them with compassion. I try to look at them the way God looks at me when I mess up, when I get an attitude, you know how forgiving God is? I try to look at it like that. Because I'm no better than them. And I don't pretend to be. So I pray for mercy for them. And I pray for for just, you know, for their health. And for their whatever's going on in their personal life. Because, you know, sometimes employers do deal with a lot. That's stress. And you have to understand, they. Uh, I look at it like, you know, my boss has a lot of pressure to get things done he he's pressured to make that sale get that contract signed because you know what they say if you don't kill you don't eat so i know it's a lot of pressure for an employer to try to make sure everybody's getting paid the way they should and stuff like that so I pray I pray for them. Um also I have to learn that forgiveness is key. I'll tell you a little story. There was a time where I worked for an employer who felt the need to whenever I would, you know, get the job done, this person felt the need to tap me on the butt. Yeah. And at first, I was alarmed by it. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. This is a professional setting. How dare this person do that to me? I was livid. I was pissed off. I was mad. And I remember going home, and I couldn't sleep. Because I'm like, I have to say something. This is not right. It's inappropriate. It's unprofessional. Isn't that sexual harassment, you know? I was just pissed. And I spoke, of course, to my mentors and to my life coaches. I got their opinions on it. I spoke to my spouse. And I come to conclude that, yes, it was inappropriate. Yes, I need to make sure I address it. I need to make him aware of what was done, and that is not acceptable. But I need to forgive. Most of all, I need to forgive. So uh, I found myself the next day, as afraid as I was, I walked into the office, told myself, the minute this employer comes into the office, I will talk to to this person. So in comes the employer. And I call the employer into my office. And I tell the person that I don't appreciate the way you would tap me on the butt after you tell me to get a, a task done for you. That's 
First of all, it's inappropriate. It's unprofessional. It's uncomfortable. So I would appreciate if you not do that anymore. Was I afraid? Yes. Did I think I was going to lose my job? Of course. But part of me just... At that point, I didn't care to lose my job. I was like, you know what? If this is God's... If this is what happens, it happens. God has a plan for my life. I'm not worried about it. So I told the employer that. And, of course, the employer apologized and told me that it didn't mean any harm and that it won't happen again. And I breathed a sigh of relief because I was like, wow. How important it is to speak up. It's important because sometimes people do things and they don't know that they're doing them. They do it out of authority, thinking they have the power to because they're an authority. They do it because they're allowed to do it. Because a person is fearful of them, they won't, they won't say anything, so they'll keep doing it. And when I spoke up, I just felt a weight lifted off my shoulder. And I'm like, how many women go through this every day in the workplace, you know? The employer taking advantages of them or them not being able to speak up. So I share that story in hopes of if you are going through that, that you will have the courage to speak up, that God will give you the courage to speak up and say something because nobody needs to uh, go through anything like that in the workplace, especially a woman. Nobody, I mean, some men experience it too, believe it or not. But I don't believe anybody, women or man, should be sexually assaulted or harassed in the workplace. So speak up if that is ever you. Um, and I went on to work for this employer for a few years. And the whole time, I just kept saying to myself, I need to forgive this person. I need to forgive this person. And I did. I eventually, you know, moved on, forgave them. But I'll honestly tell you, I did lose a lot of respect for that person. The respect I had for that person professionally, it went out the door. And I don't think that person ever got it back. But however, I did forgive. Because... I'm like, if God could forgive me for all of my sins, who am I not to forgive this person for this incident? So I did that and I moved on. All right. Fifth point, showing gratitude. When you show gratitude, you get to shift your mind off of the negativity going on around you. When you're grateful for that you have a job, when you're grateful that you wake up every day and you have a place to go, when you acknowledge or take the time to be grateful for the car that you're driving, when you're grateful for the gas you get to put in your car, the paycheck you receive, you're grateful that you've come back and forth to work daily and God has protected you. When you practice gratitude, it comes back to you because your heart is full. Your heart is full. You are content. You are, um, you are uh, happy. You are in a spirit of joy because you realize that it's the small things that matter. I mean, every day when I go to find myself going to work and I'm picking up the kids from daycare and after school programming, I take the same route day in and day out. And God has protected me. He has taken out, you know, cars out of my way that well, maybe I was trying to get into an accident and I didn't. He has stopped accidents. God has... Um, stopped whatever 
tragedy or a tragic event that was in my way uh, and through transportation, God has protected me. So when you look at the grander scheme of things, it definitely takes your mind off of, oh, I have to go to work today. I can't stand this job. You know, you don't have to dwell into that. Um, it takes your mind off of hating your job. You start to appreciate it because you realize a lot of people would love to be in your position and they are not. Be it maybe they're sick, maybe they're on disability, or maybe they can't work. So that gives you definitely a spirit of gratitude. Also, um, I put here, another way to deal with being black and Christian in the workplace is to make sure that uh, your work speaks for itself. I make sure that whatever I do, I do with a spirit of excellence because I serve a God who's excellent. Uh, so I make sure I do whatever I do in excellent. I give it my all. I give it 110% because when you, um, when you work on that capacity, it leaves people a little room to, you know, it leaves little room for racism. I'm not saying that it won't exist, but it definitely leaves a, a little room for that because you're making sure the job is done and is done well. Also, I'm understanding that uh, being corrected is beneficial for my professional and personal growth. You know, a lot of times we would do something wrong at work, we make a mistake, and we don't want anybody to tell us that we we don't want anyone to tell us that we made a mistake. We are upset that we were even reprimanded. You know, sometimes a star player needs to know that hey, yeah, you need to. There's still room to grow here. There's still room to brush up. Even if you're the best person at work and you're the, you know, you you're the you're the star on the team, there are times that being corrected is beneficial because that only helps you to grow and to be better, but I believe um that mistakes do make us better. I was telling a friend the other day, I was like, "You know what? My I wake up every morning planning to fail." Alice, why would you say such a thing? Because I realize that every time I fail, I learn. So the more mistakes I make, the faster I get to learn them. Also, another way to deal with being black and Christian in the workplace, not the thing that everybody is out to get you. Not everybody's after, the, you know, not everybody's checking for the color of your skin. Everybody's not racist. Everybody doesn't hate black people. So stop looking at it from that point of view. Just do your job, do it well, and you won't have nothing. And uh, let God do the rest. And also, like I said, at the end of the day, I report to God. I want to make sure that God is pleased with me. And I try to always work like it's my first day on the job. Again, striving for excellence. Those are some of the points that I wrote down. Hope that it has helped someone. And before um, I'm done with this podcast, I, I did some research here. And there was an article written by Lynn Thompson. Um... The title is called Making an Impact in the Workplace. I can't remember the website. I think this is... Uh, it doesn't. Okay, I printed it out, but it doesn't show the website. But this article is written by Lynn Thompson. One of the things that, I, that got my attention in this article, she says, Sometimes Christians unknowingly make themselves unapproachable by refusing to be transparent and thereby projecting a false, almost plastic image. It leaves their co-workers believing that Christians live a perfect life. Perhaps fear, perhaps believers fear that sharing their struggle with other people at work reveal a lack of faith. On the contrary, Wagner, uh, says Wagner, I guess she's talking about the person um, that she wrote about. I think he's an author. Uh, 
He says, it's okay to talk about your struggles and then others will talk about their struggles with you. That's when you gain influence. Another point is, he says here, the one thing you should not do is hide the fact that you follow Christ. When you succeed, they wonder if there's a connection. People respect that. People respect that. And the last thing here, another point thing that was important, uh, she says, adapting doesn't mean compromising your faith. And the last point I want to leave here is I found an article written by James Altusher. He's a self-help guru. And I think this might help some people in the workplace to uh, cope with a few things. If you're in, you know, if there's people that you don't like or there's somebody that you just can't stand, maybe this might help you. It says here, I don't, he says here, I don't have to teach you what love is, but here's what I try to do. A, if someone I don't know, if it's someone I don't know, I pretend like they're going to die tomorrow. So I treat them with the love we treat someone who will not exist anymore. B, if it's someone I don't like, I treat them the way a mother treats her child. I wish for their best, no matter what my personal feelings are. C, if it's someone I love, but it's not making me happy, I sincerely wish them the best for the future. D, if it's someone I love, I listen, I help, I surprise. So with anything we do, we need to do it in love. Because remember that we all have something that we're battling. Each one of us have something we're battling. So if we go into the workplace knowing that, you know what, instead of bashing this person, instead of saying how much you can't stand this person, uh, try praying for that person. Look at it through the lens of God. Look at it from a God's perspective. Ask God to change your perspective. That might help you to um, maybe enjoy working in the environment that you're in. And as always, you guys can find more about me on www.protectyourglow.com. I hope this podcast has helped someone. And I wish you all a very good night. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.